Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Big Brother Canada 8 recap podcast. It's the first eviction of the season. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me tonight is Rob Sesternina. How are you doing, Rob? Oh, Taryn, it's so great to be here. What an unprecedented night. So Truly. unprecedented. So <laughs> unprecedented. Never happened before. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, are you okay? here i know we just I, I know we just get got started i'm sorry I'm, i have to leave i, I, I apologize <laughs> oh, no, i'm gonna self-evict all right sorry. well we support rob's decision here on yeah. rob as a podcast yeah the other <laughs> way yeah the other way yeah. <laughs> uh Yes. Also here with us tonight okay, I'll stay. is uh Brent is here with us. Uh Brent who will who will never leave. Oh, I'm gonna be here for a long well, time. We try right? to vote him out, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't really work when you try to get rid of me. I just come back like the plague, Terrence. So yeah. I'm here to talk about all the Big Brother Canada house guests, and I have to say, we did a good job on the draft. I think we did a <laughs> we really did. good job. Yeah, did you guys job. have spoilers? Did you? Is there uh, like no. rumors that this guy was gonna be that? Uh, I, I said, oh, let me look and see who had him in the draft. And 16 <laughs> out of 16. Uh, well, to be clear, uh, like we knew who the first four people in danger were. So yes. that was uh, out there. But I was okay. taking listen, I was taking Min Lee like number seven. So like I mean, like I don't know about everybody else, but I was Yeah, that was people. a great pick. I know, right? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you missed the draft, uh it was just three of us, so we did five uh, teams of five, which means one person was left out. Nico yeah. happened to be that person. Uh he would have been near the bottom of my draft list even if I hadn't known that he was one of the four people in danger. Um just based on what I saw from him yeah. in the preseason. Yeah. But uh but yeah, d- despite that, we yeah, we we got that one right here. <laughs> uh maybe maybe we know what we're doing a little bit maybe maybe a little yeah uh but here we are big brother canada eight it's the first live eviction of the season and uh what an interesting one um we have a week without an hoh we've got competitions to determine the nominations and then ultimately a self eviction the first of its kind on big brother canada unprecedented Uh, (laughs) you really really loved that unprecedentedness of it so unprecedented (laughs) yes uh I, i did feel like Arissa spoiled it a little bit at the top of the show yeah. with the big reveal. Yeah. yeah. 
like big announcement. Yeah, because yeah, then uh, throughout the entire episode, I was looking for context clues about okay, who is the show leading me to? Who is going to get the boot here? Like who? Because I, I was pretty sure someone was going to quit or have to quit or want to quit. Yeah, and you know, quickly I was able to determine with all the moody shots of Nico by himself that it was probably going to be this guy. Yeah, to be fair, I I thought somebody was going to quit. Also, I thought Mingli might walk out. I, there was a moment in time where I was worried about that, uh, but then I quickly got back on the Nico train. I managed yeah. to avoid the spoilers all afternoon. Yeah, yes. see, I knew the spoilers. So then, even when I was worried about that, I'm like, oh yeah, she was in like the 38 second feeds leak that we had where we saw mm-hmm. Mingli in the house. So I'm good. With oh. yes, I, I did. I did avoid the spoilers, uh, but I did get a heads up uh, that there would be no uh, exit interview tomorrow um, yes. earlier today. Oh. Yes. So uh, 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 yeah, I was. See, I, I that's what also gave me a head that I, I saw that there was talk of no exit interview. So I knew somebody mm-hmm. was leaving, uh, but I didn't know who. Well, at the time, I thought like, okay, well, maybe this just means there's some kind of last minute battle back plan. Um, But uh, it it, it makes sense now. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, so here we are. Big Brother Canada 8. Um, I have to say, you know, even though we haven't seen too much from this cast quite yet. um, And the first the first boot was a quit. I'm still pretty pleased with what I've seen so far based on uh, based on this episode from this cast. Seems like there's a lot of people who are playing pretty hard. Um, and we're seeing a, a few different factions here starting to form in the house, Brent. Yeah, I'm really excited about this cast. I've been excited about it since I saw them. I didn't understand what people who weren't excited about this cast were talking about. It is a little, like, I don't know what to say, numbing, but disconcerting to see, like, the four random pretty white people all getting into an alliance together and call themselves the evictors. Like, I was, like, looking for a little bit more... Cancel the feeds! That's uh, it! <laughs> I was looking for a little bit more hetero... Uh, ajimini, I forget the word. There's but don't a word you have there. that in the other alliance? You need that... Uh, every alliance has to be... that. Uh, what if no. they just... What if the other alliance is just dunking on those guys? Uh, it, looks like this, it looks like these people are in power, so I, I am a little worried. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more in in tune with the carol and suzanne and brooke and sheldon and i forget who else was in that alliance Karen. but yeah i'm more i'm more with them yes uh all right well uh let's let's walk through the episode here um we did we start it with arissa giving us this sh- a shocking thing happened uh, so so unprecedented uh, unprecedented <laughs> a first in the yes. eight years of big brother canada um i believe big brother canada the the we had we had ramsey who left because his his father was ill and uh was there anybody else that hasn't been straight up evicted from big brother canada I can't, no. I can't. I can't think of any. I can't think of any. I'm sure. I'm sure the chat will tell us if we're. Wrong. I mean, unless you count uh, people that were screwed by a twist as not yeah. really necessarily. Ah. Like a- um so uh one of the first scenes we get was Suzanne talking with um with I believe Min Lee um about female energy in the mm-hmm. house that uh they feel like this there's a lot of people who feel like they want a female winner this season. Um I I was a little surprised to hear yes, this after People on Twitter. <laughs> they, it's, yeah, this the people on Twitter have infiltrated their brains. Um yes. they've brain transformed the uh house guests to want a female winner um we did hear a lot of this from jess last season in big brother 21 uh it did not work out particularly well for jess let's we'll see how it goes this time around uh of course also could be one of those things where it's like you know you just met each other like uh it's one of the obvious things you have in common so you might as well talk it <laughs> yeah. up right rob mm-hmm. talk it up yeah 
Yeah. No, I thought that Melissa uh, made a good point on the draft when you guys were talking about that, about like, uh, yeah, they like, you know, uh, women get asked about that. And then the only acceptable response is like, yeah, like, oh, we're, we're doing it. Girl power. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, it, it's, it's not necessarily the best look to be like, nah. I, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no I don't want I don't want to yeah. work with the women. Uh, no. I don't want a woman winner. <laughs> not my thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, if if somebody did that, I'd be much more concerned for them. <laughs> they can't read a room. Um, so, uh, so yeah, um, in- interesting stuff. I-, I do wonder how much of this actually exists in the house, and how much of this was just an early conversation. Um, we also saw a couple of different like flirty scenes. We first saw Chris, and uh, and I- it seems like she's going by Maddie in the house, which is unnecessarily confusing because there have already been two Maddies um, <laughs> but that's fine um, and so Chris and Maddie uh, were f- flirting a bit I, I guess he, he talks he talks about his private practice <laughs> my god all the metaphors this season <laughs> even Arissa was doing it Chris and his big brain oh my mm. god <laughs> So big, uh, and and yeah. Maddie was very impressed with his she's, big. Practice. Yeah, she's a, he's like Chris Hemsworth and Leonardo DiCaprio all rolled into one. I will yeah. say, I will say this though that I got her attraction to him because when he's not on, as I said on Twitter, he is so much more likable. Like I was like, you're actually a nice person, and you seem like a genial type of guy, and I'd like to get to know you. But like you know, Whoa. the asshole that Taryn and I saw on the promo video talking about brain transformation specialists, like uh, that guy seemed like a snake oil con man. So uh, I'm glad to see he's a little bit more normal. I, he feels to me like uh, like the is it Chris Traeger on Parks and Rec? Is that his name? Um, that yeah. uh, the yeah. just the eternal like optimist that's just uh, he he's just in his own world, right? And in his world, he transforms brains legitimately, and uh, and it's a very happy world where things always will work out for him. Um, and so I, I I feel like that's just who Chris is, and and there's an appeal to that. And Perkins, I am here <laughs> to transform your brain. You are yeah. literally the best brain that I have seen in this house. I can't wait to transform it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it really seemed, you know, we talked about uh, Maddie preseason as somebody that seemed destined to get into a showman's. Um, and th- there was definitely some thirst showing through here, Brent. Yeah, uh, but that's we call that, though. This is uh, one of the few people who was like, yeah, I like boys. I mean, I don't like boys, but I, but I like boys. Like, so I'm like, OK. Yeah, we know, we know, we know what, what you're going to give us. I know, right? Yeah. What, 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 my mind, <laughs> my mind. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, I, look, this is so. Some of this is predictable. Some of this is not. I, I'd rather talk about the more interesting stuff that happened right in the house rather than you know Maddie hooking up with some guy. All right. Well, uh, I'm curious to know how interesting you found the next set of flirtation, uh, <laughs> Jamar and Ming Li. Uh, this was good TV. <laughs> So I tweeted this out. This quote unquote flirtation was essentially you're gross. No, you're gross. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. You're so nasty. You're so nasty. I mean, I don't know. I was expecting she, a little a little more from Mr. Suave here. I, I, she, she called it, though. I mean, he is like a, a, an aesthetically great looking dude. He is gorgeous. 
but he has the mind of a five-year-old. I mean, like that is, that is, that is what it's like. I mean, I don't know. Like, I know that the show was definitely having a little fun with him with the, you feel me kind of thing. But then he also realizes that it's a thing because later on in the challenge, he was like, you feel me, you feel me, you feel me. Like he just, he knows it's a thing. So I, I, I feel Minley's uh, pain on this because he's such a, he's so gorgeous, but yet he's such a child that it seems almost like you're robbing the cradle by uh, hooking up with him. Taryn, I was surprised we didn't get the answer to Banana Peel Gate. I was waiting to get some sort of a flashback of yeah. whether or not he left the banana peel in Thanks, the bathroom. Thanks, Big Brother Canada. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, this this whole the whole banana peel thing might have been a, a substitute for something else. I don't, I don't know. Um, like what? <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Go ahead. There was also there was a, a moment with Jamar oh later in the episode that I also that I also enjoyed uh, when Suzanne is feeling very defeated after losing the mental competition. She's sitting in the Expedia room, which they spent a ridiculous amount of time in in order to, I guess, get the logos in there. Um, but she's like like sad in that room, and he comes in. and he's staring at the mirror, checking himself out, like, "I'm just here to make sure you're okay." <laughs> just here to make sure not looking at her checking himself out in the mirror the whole time as he says it i just i just like this this is this guy this is who he is yeah but that's okay we we enjoy this this is good tv Taryn. we like yeah. people who are fun who are, who are sassy who bring it who can laugh at themselves who are a little narcissist like a little narcissism on reality television is okay with me <laughs> well i mean that's not surprising for, yeah. from you <laughs> sounds about right <laughs> Um, so we also did get uh, a bit of a heads up that Nico is having some trouble. He's, he's, he's facing so much adversity right away and uh, that this is, uh, this is it's, not, it's not going well, Rob. Oh, poor Nico. Poor Nico. Uh, I, am I supposed to care about Nico? No. I, I really, I really don't. I really no. don't. Uh, you know what? That, uh, like, uh, you know, if Nico's happy now, I'm, I'm happy. But, you know, uh, I'm not super invested in the Nico story. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I think it's hard to be when you've known him for about uh, one episode. Total Never cared. Yeah. You didn't really get to see much of him from the previous episode. So it's like, uh, I, you know, OK, um, you know, I feel like even even like Megan from Big Brother 19, we had like more from her in the episode. Megan was Rachel Riley it. compared to Nico. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and you saw like the right. whole storyline of like what happened and why. Um, whereas uh, Nico is essentially just like, yeah, this sucks. And then it was like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm I'm. I'm I'm just gonna. I'm outie. Yeah. yeah. So we, can we just talk about this because this is Go. what like I I want I just want to talk about this. I feel like we have to talk about it. Um. So I understand where Rich is coming from on the show. Like you know we support Nico and all of his circumstances, and you never know what people are thinking. And be kind. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna be kind as kind as I can be, but I have to call them as I see them. Let's be clear about this. Karen, I saw you on Twitter and you were like, you know, look, it must be really hard for Nico. Like, let's let's understand the circumstances that Nico's in, because he came into the house. He was instantly told that him, along with three other people, were not liked by Canada, which is not really what they said. But they were in the bottom four and they they were going to have to fight for their lives. And even though that he doesn't he's not specific to sharing those circumstances, there are three other people that share them, then. It's not, it's, it's, it's something that we have to consider. So I get that. However, what I will say to you is this, that I would buy that more if he quit after he heard the vote. Like, this is a guy who, like, he heard he was in the bottom four, 
And then he was like, you know what? I'm okay. I can still save myself here. I can go out and win this strength competition and I'm good. It wasn't until he lost the first two competitions and then was on the block that then he was like, boo-hoo, oh my God, I need to leave. And I don't really respect that. And the, the, where I'm coming from is this, because it seems like that he, let's be clear about this. This is a guy who we've seen on reality television before who just wanted mm-hmm. to take his ball and go home. Rob, he wanted to be the Arthur of his own fate. <laughs> He's just like Brandon Hans. He's like, yeah. you know what? I'm out of here. I don't want to deal with you people anymore. And it really does, it really does piss me off because it was only one more day. Like, and like, let's be clear. Like, there was no mental issues going on here that I could see. It was well, just we don't go, know that. That we don't, that we don't right. know. That we don't the, know. The things that, that the show is telling us, though, it just like he got a little boo yeah. on his chin, you know, like, oh, sorry, no, it was. It, yeah, it seemed like that, 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 that's what it seemed like that uh, basically, you know, he was fine. You know, he had three chances to yes, stay, stay in also, Taryn, that that's uh, that's more than any of these other first boots get. Uh, and then just oh, say, ah, yes. I'm, I'm leaving. I like I don't care. I'm glad they didn't like convince him to stay like we've had with, uh, you know, in the Big Brother U.S. of the years of like people in the diary room for nine hours and begging them stay there. He wants to leave, leave. Who cares? But uh, it did seem like it was a bit of the crybabyitis. Yeah, I, not for nothing, though. I think that, like, if the show's twist was so devastating to him that he ultimately quits the game, the show has a little bit of incentive to sort of be like, to, to sort of undermine that narrative, right? But right? somebody has to go home. It's a, that's well, a, like, sure, a, we yeah. want everybody to do good and go far, but one person does have to go home. But like, but like we, we heard from the audience uh, from the premiere taping that he was literally in tears uh, at, when he heard that he was in the bottom four. We didn't see that in the episode. Um, normally, they wouldn't shy away from, you know, showing somebody breaking down over this. Right. But it was probably not a very pretty sight. And the show caused that. Right. So Which, it's this like is what happens when you don't cast fans on the show. To my knowledge, he wasn't really a fan of the show, because if you're a fan of the show, you understand. You should care less that the producers can like the, the, the videos are not representative of you. Like, I'm a little mad with Big Brother Canada as well, with the way they did this, like having people vote on these videos online is just going yeah. to get you such a skewed sample. Like what? Like, here's my this is what they should have done. OK, to real. It's because it, it, it's so mean to tell people to. OK. Your country didn't vote for you right when you enter the house. That is mean right off the bat. So if the show wants to go with this be kind narrative, Arissa, why don't you and the people over at Big Brother Canada take your own advice and be kind. Be kind to these people and don't do this kind of thing to them. If you want to have a competition like this where the poor people are in the bottom and then you have these sort of physical and mental and social competitions after the fact, just have like one big challenge in the house. Hide like, you know, 12 medallions and if you find I mean, a medallion look, then you're fine because it, it would have given us an equally random sample that what we got right here it, i think it's all the same uh, they're really they're, if you want to really get ticky tack with it say you know don't have a night to uh eviction and i'm not sure what night it really is in the in the house taryn but in, in terms of they always want to do an eviction by the second night on big brother canada uh, i get that but whether it's you know you know, Andrew goes and, and picks up a, a certain dish. And now he's picking the people that are going to be in the competition. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's, yeah. there's no great way to pick the people that are going out the first night. He had three chances to save himself. One was based on strength. One was based on mental power. The other was a social vote between him and one other person in the house. He couldn't do any of them. And he's, he goes home and this is the last night we'll ever say Nico in the history of the podcast. <laughs> well, that's let, it. Let, Nobody let me, will think about Nico ever again. Let me say this. I, I think that had this been decided by 
a competition or uh, an initial even just random, you know, pick a dish, whatever. I don't think Nico self evicts. I think that's the difference. Um, And I and I think that's worth noting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. So, again, if the show wants to be kind, I'll be kind. Stop doing this shit. Like, this just makes people feel bad. Like, what? Who wants to walk into a house when you're waiting to be judged by your country to instantly be told, oh, sorry, honey, they didn't vote for you. And without, with, with no information from the outside world. Now, if you're a fan of the show, you understand that, okay, I know that I, they put up some video of me online and people voted and we don't know what the producers showed of me in the video so they can make me look as bad or as good as they probably want to. So it's not, it's not indicative of my personal appeal. Okay. If, you, right. if you're a fan, you know that. But he didn't know that. Can I ask a question now? I didn't see the videos. I didn't vote in the preseason. Was Nico misrepresented in his video, Brent? Or little, is it? He, I mean, he was a little. Can you not cocky. put lipstick on a pig here? No. With uh, like, uh, is there any way to make Nico exciting in his video? Uh, no, I don't think so. He was pretty boring. And again, this was a save vote, meaning like you know they're not going to pick the people that they hate. It, basically, if you were liked, you were getting votes. And so, mm-hmm. if, if you were not boring, you were getting votes. Although I still don't understand how Chris ended up in the bottom four, but whatever. Uh, like I, th- there was there was a reason for people to vote for you if you were interesting. And it, he came off a little bit cocky in his video. He also came off really cocky in his interview with Ika. This is the same guy who said that you know Anthony was basically a luck box last year and had no game whatsoever. And the minute I heard that, I was like, okay, you have no idea what you're talking about. You're obviously a recruit. Get out of here. So mm-hmm. again, okay. I, I think, I think that uh, Nico did them a favor, honestly, because a lot of times we get so bent out of shape, Taryn, about the people that leave on the first night or the second, you know, the second premiere night. And uh, here we don't have to get bent out of shape. We're like, you know what? He quit. Girl, bye. Let's move on. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, for me, I, this is still way better than a night one eviction. Uh, in terms of how I oh, feel yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like the final final word for me on this is that like regardless of your opinion on the quit, I, I think that uh, all three of us can agree that we don't need to be going out of our way to uh, attack Nico on social media or shame him or any or harass him yeah. in any way if, because of a quit. If Leave anybody is looking up Nico to attack him on social media, Get a life. Yeah. The, that Nico yep. is too boring to even attack. There's no <laughs> right. reason to attack him. Well, let, let, let him let him exist however he wants to exist. And uh, and, and we can all be happy. That, um, if I was Nico, I'd be happy if somebody was uh, was even looking me up. Please, somebody attack me. I'm so bored. Nobody well, that's, cares about that's me. Rob. <laughs> Rob just so this, Rob as we all I know would be, it's crazy if I was attention. Nico I would be happy somebody would be interested enough to attack uh, do we know <laughs> are people actually attacking people or are we just, I just talking I about just, the idea I just looked at my mentions and like the language yeah. being used about Nico I was like whoa okay what, let's, are they let's mentioning him uh, no I mean I I don't think his Twitter is even active right now yeah so, um, but Look, uh, Nico yeah. hey enjoy it while it lasts 24 <laughs> hours from now nobody's ever going to remember nico again uh great advice from robin bask in the mentions right now nico take it all in it will be uh-huh. short-lived oh, there you go <laughs> turn the twitter back on buddy <laughs> all right so 
We have a mental competition. How did you guys feel about this? This they have um they had four different like action figure dolls uh that they had to remember details about and then answer questions about. I actually really enjoyed the different uh archetypal sort of stations of of players in the game. They start off with the the floater and then mm-hmm. they have uh, the showmance where they had Maddle, uh, Maddie and Michael, which I thought was interesting considering we just saw a segment where she was flirting with Chris um, and we have Carol like, oh, they have such great chemi- chemistry. I just root for them. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is who I thought she was going to get with, but I didn't. We just see her with Chris. Um, and then uh, the comp beast who they said uh, refuses to study trivia and therefore is not <laughs> as much of a threat as you think. Um, and then, uh, and then we, the, uh, the bitter juror who is, who is booed and they're like, Oh, this person makes it all about them. I actually really, I was like, man, they're really uh, pushing this idea that people hate bitter jurors and you probably shouldn't be one. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of okay I, with that. I love this. I thought yeah. this was great. I mean, like you can say that the true false thing was a little bit like, you know, yeah, we've seen that a thousand times, but like, the mechanism to get there was so fun. And I appreciate the fact, again, Trevor Boris and the costume team at Big Brother Canada having Michael with like practically no clothes on inside the box with Madeline. Like that was very fun for me to watch. Also, the fact that they always na- they named all these people as like the floater and the bitter juror and the showman's like, it, they're so, it's so meta on Big Brother Canada these days and Big Brother in general that I, I really, really enjoyed it. Karen, do you feel like was there any sort of advantage or disadvantage to be the people that were in the boxes? Like, uh, for for instance, like uh, for for Jean Luc to be painted the floater. If they, if people sort of like uh, that are in the house are like, oh, okay, I get it. He's the floater this season. Uh, is is that a good perception or a bad perception to have? Um, I mean, it depends on what kind of game John Luke is trying to play, right? Is he trying to be a respected player in the game or is he trying to be underestimated and seen as a non-entity? It lowers your threat level. I mean, it could. I mean, I think I think the costumes also impacted, though, where like John Luke didn't really look a whole lot like John Luke because he had this mm-hmm. huge thing on. Stay whereas Marshmallow Man. Where I, re- I feel like the, the, the biggest one that probably had an impact was Kyle being the comp Copies. beast yeah. uh, because that's that kind of makes a lot of sense that you'd put him as the comp beast um, and, and and again like the 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 way it was worded almost felt like an argument for not taking comp beasts out of the game <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, he, he's great at competitions but refuses to study and is never going to win the game and therefore doesn't actually make it to the end even though they seem really threatening uh, it's like that that's an argument that a comp beast would make for themselves <laughs> if they yeah. were in the game yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, I'm fine with it. I, I don't have any issues. And yeah, what about the too. pairing of the showman's friend? Did that uh, bother you at all? I mean, it depends. Like, we don't know. Like, I, again, I'm confused. Like, are they actually together in the house? Like, it didn't bother me. I'm guessing they just said, like, hey, we need some people who want to volunteer for this competition. And then they, you know, we, we, we need somebody who wants to be the floater. We need somebody who nah, wants to be the showman. They definitely chose these ahead of time. You don't think so? I think I think they I mean, in the premiere episode, they packaged together Maddie and Michael about like she really wants a showmance. It needs to be okay. somebody that loves Maybe animals. And then he's yeah. like, I've got this lovely little puppy in my abs right here. I'm ready, <laughs> ready for you, Maddie. Um, and and so they were like, we're sticking these two together in the showman's box. We're going to make this happen. But she had already been flirting with Chris. And so I was like, oh, well, now what do we do? Uh, so I don't know. Maybe ultimately they end up in alliance together. And like Chris is not in uh, a part of so I, I don't know maybe maybe it isn't a thing yeah maybe it's an open secret again uh you know whatever uh, yeah is it a little bit unfair for a production to pick these people and put them together and put a big sign on them that says the showman's 
Yeah, probably, but whatever. It's early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we see Chris, who has a big brain, and uh, he is a brain transformation specialist. And this, this is, you know, you might think, oh, this big guy, he's a physical contender, but no, I've got the brain. It's time. <laughs> it's time to show you guys who I am. Game changer. He's in the booth, like. Mm. <laughs> yeah uh and you know what he does it he wins he wins the mental competition by by one point yeah i was mm-hmm. gonna say by the skin of his teeth yeah. let's let be let's well, not oversell it here he didn't dominate or anything like that and like there was a moment in time where nico was gonna change the box back to false and then he kept it on true and then of course he lost yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot of bluster for somebody that that uh only won by one point got a couple of questions wrong there yeah, that's like, good TV, though. Yeah, like that. great TV. Kevin Kevin Martin is more of a brain transformation specialist, apparently, than uh, than Chris here. I, I'm I'm fine with Chris being the one who's selling it, though, Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, and like I said, we also had that weird scene with John Luke where he just like walks into the Expedia room. Yeah, I was waiting for something to happen there. I and had no idea what that was out. about. I, I had yeah, something just... something did happen. Yeah, he re- he realized something. I thought I had pizza yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> that was his was first night something. in the house. What do you mean you had pizza yesterday? That was, maybe that was just random. They, they, I don't know. Maybe they didn't mean to leave that in there. Like, I, 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 have, I have no idea what that was. I, I my, theor- that. my theory is yes. that they are contractually obligated to have a certain amount of screen time for the Expedia room. Is that it? And so <laughs> that they needed, they needed a, a scene in there to just kind of linger a yeah. little bit. By the way, okay. I, I love John Luke. Yeah, he's very fun. <laughs> Rob yeah. likes. I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing some mixed reactions on John Luke. Some yeah, people I, are like, "Don't I, I really try like to make him. this guy happen." Yeah, no, they're making him happen. <laughs> he reminds me of John Paul Jones on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, that he's just—he's uh, basically the same exact guy. If you watch that show, uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I love that guy too. All <laughs> well, oh, right, pizza yesterday. <laughs> what? Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. <laughs> um, 
All right. So uh, we hear from from Hira, uh, who is going to talk about how he is the first uh, guy with a turban on the show. Uh, he's talking with Brooke and uh, and Suzanne, I believe, uh, about this. And uh, this is a cool segment. Uh, I think probably what we expected uh, from from him so far. But uh, he clearly is uh, is well spoken. Uh, I had high hopes for uh, for Hira coming in here. So um, I'm I'm excited to see this and and to see more from him in the future. This is great. I love this. Like, I mean, I don't personally know anybody who is a Sikh uh, like Hira. So this was great to see him on the show and explaining a little bit and like just talking about the turban and why he wears it and, you know, what it was like growing up and meeting new people. And and, you, you just love that kind of thing because like when you know, I, I live in like you know the middle of Kentucky, like right where Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky all meet, and I just never get to meet people like this because they're just not around, you know. So I love seeing it on my television and getting to absorb something that's not you know from around here. Yeah, and and I really like just like what are you saying about like you know he's you know people wanted him to you know be a certain way, but you know he's just who he is, and he's gonna you know just be that person. If he wasn't that person, then he'd be somebody else, which sounds obvious, but uh, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't really hear it. Um, I I'm very You're curious up. to know. Um, I I talked to Melissa last night um, about the premiere, and uh, she she had an opinion about the house that I actually kind of watching this episode. I was a little bit like I actually see what she's saying here. Um, that uh, it's very loud visually. It's a very loud house, um, and uh, there's a lot of stuff to sort of distract you. And as I was watching the episode, I was kind of like finding myself drifting off, like looking at the the anime walls and like the other stuff in the house. And I was like, "Wait, I haven't been watching the people." Mm-hmm. Um, what, so, Rob, what what is your, what is your opinion on the house? Yeah, the house is pretty cool. Uh, you know, uh, it's Big Brother Canada. You know, they put so much into the production design. It looks gore. It looks gorgeous. Uh, really, just like uh, just the 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 the, com- the HOH room with that uh, the the frozen room uh, looks yeah. incredible. Uh, I also like that a lot of the uh, the you know uh, I think it was at least one of the bedrooms, but I like that it was sort of like the like monochromatic, like black and white. I feel like that the characters really pop off the screen. Uh, in those rooms. So uh, the house looks gorgeous. Uh, that it, I mean, it really, every single year, puts Big Brother US to shame. Where, shame. compare this to Camp Comeback, uh, just, uh, just I'm, even from a production design standpoint, of like, uh, <laughs> this was, it's incredible. It's really spectacular. I like, I, if I would have been on the podcast with you and Melissa, I would have been like, uh, Melissa, I don't know you. Like, I don't know you. Like, honestly, they should have the big brother house walking through the streets, like on Game of Thrones, yelling, shame, shame, because like this house is so amazing compared to what we get. And I heard Melissa on the show and she was like, I just want a normal house. A plain house. Melissa wants a house. Plain house. She wants a house like the Golden Girls. That's what she wants with like a lanai and a patio. Like that's what what she wants. Uh, (laughs) But no, like this is this is crazy talk. Like we love the house of Big Brother Canada. I never get tired of looking at it. (laughs) Plain house. She wants a plain house. It's a summer of basic here in the Big Brother house. (laughs) Everything is plain. We walked right into IKEA. And said, "We'll take the first thing you have." <laughs> Taryn is Taryn is, Taryn is so excited. I, 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 have, I have sympathy. <laughs> I have sympathy for Melissa here. I'm normally the one that's being. It's the uh, plain yogurt of houses <laughs> <Yeah>. this summer. 
No blueberries in this house. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, <laughs> too complicated. Um, all right. So we do see that there are some seeds of a potential alliance uh, being formed here uh, that Suzanne, Brooke, uh, Sheldon and Carol we're all in a room uh, talking about getting together in an alliance. Uh, the other two names that were mentioned as a potential members of this alliance were Kyle and Vanessa. Um, and so I don't know if this group of six eventually formed or if it ended up just being the four or if it grew to even more than six. But this does appear to be either the core of a majority or the start of a majority group in the house um, that uh, that is going to make itself clear in later scenes in the episode. Uh, how, how do you feel about this group, Brent? I love it. If it's something that can come together. I'm also really glad to see that Carol, who is the oldest person in the house, seems to be making some headway in terms of making social dynamics and bonds with people in a way that will serve her well in the early going of the house. She's well aware of the fact that on Big Brother Canada, the old person, the old person, again, she's younger than me, she's 44, uh, is the person who's targeted usually in the Big Brother house. And I love the fact that her awareness is not only combined with this twist, gives her an opportunity to get a foothold in the house and you know potentially make a run at it here. So I'm liking what I'm seeing from all these people. And again, somebody like Sheldon, I love the fact that he's sort of, it looks like he's floating between like the jock studs in the house and like the misfits and, you know, hangers on in the house. And I feel like that's probably a pretty good place to be. My, my hopes for Sheldon are so high. It's, I know. Right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, I like the, I'm just like, don't, don't disappoint me, Sheldon. I don't want to go. You, on yeah. You guys tonight. were so over the moon over Sheldon on the draft. Yeah. I, he's, he, he had a buzzword. He's, he said, Kevin Martin. And we're like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I really like Carol. I, I think Carol yeah, uh, is great. really, uh, you know, I, I didn't see the, the preseason stuff, but she just struck me as like very mature and, and mature in a way, not like where she's like separating herself from like the, the rest of the group of like, hey, I'm the old person. Uh, but I felt like that she was like very mature, like uh, even in that situation that we'll, we'll get to later on where uh, uh, Suzanne comes in the room and wants to blow everything up. And she was like really good at like keeping everything under control. So. I feel like that uh, she's set up very well. All right. Uh, so we then get the scene from uh, Mingli, who is, uh, she says she's pissed because she doesn't have privacy and it's very annoying. And so we see that this, this eventually is going to blow up. She starts by uh, saying to, to, I guess to Angie or maybe to just the room, yeah. uh, like, Hey, it would be nice if, uh, if people were quiet when they walked into bedrooms. And, um, and, and so, you know, this seems like a situation where, I mean, I think what she's saying is kind of reasonable. She's probably not saying it in the most diplomatic way. And I think it's kind of making others feel a little bit defensive, like she's attacking them. And so we see Angie kind of defending like, oh, well, we, sometimes we don't know that you're here yeah. and, and all of this, Rob. Yeah, it's not reasonable. She's not being reasonable. <laughs> this is Big Brother. This is like if this was like your roommate and this was like a living, a real living situation. Sure, that's that's reasonable. But if you're in the Big Brother house. And, and, and people are, are staying up late and talking. You should be up late and talking. There's no, yeah. oh, I'm going to bed early in the Big Brother house. You guys woke me up and now I'm going to yell at you. Like, uh, it, what is it, night two, night three, Brent? Yeah, this was, this was really a bad look from Minley. I, I didn't understand where she was coming from in a house where you know that you're not going to have a ton of privacy. I think on balance, 
all of these people probably had it right. Like Min Lee, like is like correct in that you know, hey, on balance, you should be kind of nicer and look around when you come into a room. And Angie's kind of right in that you can't always tell where people are. And Kyle was kind of right in that you know, it's not all about you and your tone kind of sucks. But like all of them, their tone kind of sucks. I mean, I don't think any one of these people handled this correctly. Like all of them get failing grades from me in there. Like you never know who's going to get power in the Big Brother house. So starting like how deciding to pick a fight with Min Lee because he doesn't like her attitude and he doesn't like the tone was terrible. And then later on, Min Lee is in the diary room giving us victim noises about, okay, like I just want to victim talk noises. to this guy. Yeah, because she's like, oh, like I don't understand why he's so uh, thanks, mad at Michael. me. He's, he's attacking me. And then like, she's like, I just want to have a private conversation with him. But then she's upstairs and she calls to him from across the room. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, can we just talk? That is not mm-hmm. a private conversation, Min Lee. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, all and, of you were terrible. Yeah, Brent. Uh, that Kyle clearly apologized uh, to her in that conversation. Sorry that we all come in that we're loud. Sorry. Sorry, Princess Min. Sorry. Sorry. It's so pronounced that I was like, is he doing that on purpose or is that how he says sorry? I can't. I couldn't tell. Um, I don't think it's on purpose. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this definitely, you know, uh, I I think Rob Rob is right here that like, even though theoretically this is a reasonable request, um, not only was it executed poorly, but uh, in Big Brother, you should not be making these requests because even if you execute them well, the people can still take it the wrong way. Um, And I'm very curious to know whether this blow up from Kyle was this indicative of who Kyle is? Is he kind of like an aggro kind of dude? Or was this yeah. like the like 20th straw, like after days of her complaining and he could just kind of lost it in this moment? I, I'm i more inclined to believe he's aggro, but uh, <laughs> but I I also buy that Ming Lee has been complaining a lot. So I, I think it still could theoretically go either way. Yeah, I think probably both are true Taryn. I yeah. think that he's a little aggro and she's definitely a little bit of a princess. So uh, she's used to having her way and having a privacy and not being surrounded by 10 people when she's sleeping or going to the bathroom or doing her hair or doing her makeup. And this is, this is a, an adjustment for her. So, you know, she's lucky that she won that competition early on and was safe. Cause if she was up to be evicted, I think she would have probably gotten the boot here. If she was on the block, the volatile vixen Brent. Yeah. I love that. I, I, at least they're leaning into it. Look, I picked her for fun and giggles and you never know what's going to happen on big brother Canada, but she's a mess. She's an absolute <laughs> mess. Like girl. Yeah. And, and notably like Kyle seems to be the more popular one in the house. And uh, I didn't see anybody like, Oh, you t- don't, don't listen to that meanie. Uh, like yeah. it, it's, it does seem like, uh, which is not indicative of like her character necessarily. Cause we've seen, you know, people, good people be on the outs in the house, but it is indicative of probably where she stands strategically in the mm-hmm. house that uh, she does appear to be uh, on the outs here. Yeah, but I'm not surprised by that, I guess. Like, I, she, after watching her, even on the episode, like, even without feeds, okay, I've, I've seen her videos online and I've seen her on the episode for two nights now. She's a handful and she's not, she's not a handful in a fun kind of way. I feel like she's a handful in a I'm kind of a bitch kind of way. And she said that in her video. So I feel like it's okay for me to call her out for that. But that's how she's coming out right now. She's coming off like in, she's really entitled and that's not good in a house like this. Like, I mean, at this point, if she even makes the jury, it'll be considered a victory. Like, I, I think she's gone. Like, oh. yeah, but but Slay Queen, we love you. 
<laughs> in that conversation, I think Kyle was saying that like that you think the whole world revolves around you, which is probably uh, an, an indictment to have that said about you. In the, the way you talk life. to people. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, in the back and forth uh, that, he, that she was talking about that he needs to whisper. He's like, OK, whisper. I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> Somewhere Nico is shaking. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, like the just the absurdity of what he was wearing as well. Um, <laughs> the whole time. Uh, like, I don't know if they're I, I, I like I legit, legitimately can't tell if they're short shorts or if they're like tight uh, briefs. Um, like, uh, I, I'm not sure, but they're, you know, this this guy is a power lifter. He's showing off the quads like, uh, you know, it's a, it's impressive, um, but it's it's very silly to watch him get into an argument. Well dressed that way. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we pay for. I'm sorry, we don't pay for these feeds, but that's that's all we want. We want we want good TV, we want fun feeds, and he was certainly giving us that. So I'm on board with Kyle right now. He's fine. <laughs> all right. Um, so we also see the beginning of what looks like another little alliance forming. This one seems like a sort of side alliance, maybe like a, a minority alliance. Um, it's it consists of uh, we're now hearing the nicknames Maddie, Mike, Rianne, and John Luke. Who does not get a nickname or abbreviation? Thank you. I love writing out John Luke every time I want to mention him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they go by JL John Luke's I hear sometimes. That would be nice. That would be that would be really nice for my note taking. Uh, but yes, there's a four person alliance. They got to come up with a name. Yeah. Um, Rob, what's the score here for the <laughs> evictors? <laughs> oh, in terms of their alliance name? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that great? Kind of basic, <laughs> a little basic. Yeah, they were they were wanting to, to lean into the uh, superheroes theme. Uh, I don't really think it speaks to the superheroes theme as much as they think it does. It just speaks to more like like it sounds more Big Brothery than maybe I think they wanted it to. Like I don't really get a ton of superhero from it. Yeah, I, I was I was like, oh, this is a good. They're they're trying to match the theme. This is good. They're gonna come up with a superhero. Uh, like at least if it's a bad name, it still kind of relates to the theme. And then they came up with the Evictors, which just doesn't really have anything to do with comic books. And look, here's the thing. At least it doesn't have a number in it. We always talk yeah, about the people true. who have numbers. And well, I wonder if they did like, oh, we'll, we'll be the Fantastic Four. And it's like, okay, uh, you guys, uh, you <laughs> cannot do that. We are not licensed to do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Evictors assemble. <laughs> Evictors assemble. Um, you know, I kind of thought that hand signal was was dumb. And then I did it like pers- like physically just now. And it's it feels even dumber uh, <laughs> doing it. Um, it. It's like the mini version of the shield. Uh, yeah. Now you're down to like a finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, you do not feel powerful putting your two no. fingers together yeah. in front of your face mm-hmm. um, alright so uh, we then uh, hey, nobody point their two fingers at Nico tonight alright also that don't yeah. look at Nico's picture online and then do this to it <laughs> please people yes He's, by the way thank you Joker's updates So because normally they put a little X over the people who are evicted they put a big fat quit across his face so mm. I, I appreciate you thank you not Joker. nice not nice uh, yeah I but I like uh, so, so the people who if the evictors are like the dominant are the pretty boys of the season right uh, yeah. are they just are they gonna be are they gonna start to be like guess what you got evicted 
Victor. That's the word already. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were talking about doing it in their goodbye messages. Like, you've been had by the evictors. Like, like all of them are evictors. They all, anybody yeah, that voted to evict you is your evictor. Yeah. They're going to be like, was that an alliance or was he just saying that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, all right. So, why, why did he have his fingers like that? <laughs> why, like, oh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nico is telling Ming Lee that uh, he already feels like he's out the door um, yeah. and uh, he's asking her like, who, who are you voting out you're, it's me right you're voting me out right um, and it's uh-huh. like whoa <laughs> um, Ming Lee tells us that Suzanne is a bigger threat than Nico and Nico is the boring vote and she doesn't want to make the boring vote she wants to have an interesting vote and so she's going to go and make a pitch to uh, it seemed like Vanessa Carol Sheldon and Hira uh, were all in yeah. that room. It doesn't even matter who was there. It was a room full of people. That was what you need to know. Right. And this was terrible on her part. But, like, right. I know I saw people on Twitter who were like, you know, yeah, I want to give it up for Minley because she had it right. Nico is the person you want to keep. Suzanne is the bigger threat. Minley was definitely trying to do something here. But boy, she went about it all wrong, Taryn. This was terrible. Yeah, and importantly, like a decent amount of those people were just the people that we were talking about as forming an alliance with Sue, like people that are very clearly very close to her. Um, and these are apparently the people that Mingli feels comfortable uh, going to to make a pitch. And even the pitch that she makes is, uh, I think that uh, that Nico is easier to, you know, like control, uh, like for you. Like, what what is this? Argument? Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is the argument sucked too. Like, what she needed to say was, Nico is the person who's more of a disaster in the house. Like, Suzanne is the person who's far more formidable in terms of competitions, social game, uh, can keep her head down and not cause as many waves. Like, that's always the person you want to keep in the house is the person who's a complete disaster. If she would have had some one-on-one conversations with other people and encouraged Nico to save himself while at the same time she's doing something, again, I think it's very hard to turn the tide when there's this many people in the house. Like you're trying to, you know, circumvent what currently is probably like a, you know, a 14 to zero vote or a 13 to one vote. Like trying to move that many hearts and minds in a short time span is not easy, especially when you're the figurehead doing it. And if the other person finds out that you're the person who's doing it, which Suzanne did, that's going to create so much consternation between the two of you. So all around a failing grade for Minley here. Yeah, I, I was just talking to Andy about Survivor and how uh, they well, like when people are just like kind of giving you one word answers that they're, they're kind of blowing you off here. And yeah. this was they were very clearly blowing Mingli off here. Just like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Uh, have you talked to Sue yet? I, I haven't. Uh, I mean, she hasn't really. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I, you know. Yeah. Sure. Is that in like uh, David Bloomberg's rules of Survivor and reality <laughs> TV? Because it honestly should be like it makes so much sense on Survivor and Big Brother when people are not invested in your conversation and they're literally just trying to end it and they're giving you one word answers or they're giving you whatever you want. Like you, if you have an idea of a person you want to get out and they're like, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Like, yeah. no, that 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 is a death warning sign, like massive sirens and flashing lights. You're in trouble. Yeah, uh, that uh, you, that's definitely a, a great point, and I, I agree with both of you. I think that D- David's rules are a little bit more like top level of like the yeah. like don't have conversations with people that they give you a very brief answers. Like uh, he doesn't get as granular as that is. But I always feel like that if I was ever gonna like uh, go back on Survivor, I think that one of the things I would do is like last minute I would try to like change the plan and be like, oh wait, you know what? I was thinking about it. Uh, 
uh, okay, totally different name. What do you think? What do you think of that? And if they're like, yeah, okay, that's good. That's fine. Okay. I'd be like, aha, you don't really care what I think. Aha, I am getting voted out tonight. Yeah. Oh. This is, I guess you could do this in real life. If you think somebody's going to stand you up where it's like, uh, yep, you know, forget Italian. Uh, how about Chinese? Like, oh, okay, Chinese. Okay, good. 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 <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, you're, uh, you're, gonna, mean, you're gonna ditch me. You're gonna I mean, call me last second and cancel. I knew be, it. To be fair, though, I think like doing doing something like that probably increases the odds that they will blow you off in the mm-hmm. future, or for that particular instance. Yeah. Um, no, that, uh, but in the in, on the reality show version of this, mm, and then and then yeah. if, if they if they push back, like wait wait wait, why are you changing? Why are you changing things? Uh, it's, uh, it's just you know, it's just uh, you know brainstorm ah, yeah, but then, then they're in confessional like oh my god rob is such a wild card he wants to change the plans the last second oh my god yeah, yeah if you yeah. were safe now you're not safe because like, uh, they think you're such a wild card yeah uh but but in all seriousness that uh just to go back to my own experience in survive in survivor all-stars that when uh then this wasn't like a thing that was on camera so it wasn't in the tv show but uh when right before i got voted out that, uh, you know, I wanted, I, I figured either Sue, Hawk, or Alicia were on the bottom of the tribe. And I liked Sue Hawk better than Alicia. And I talked with Boston Rob real quick. And I was like, I, like, I had a, like a quick conversation. I was like, uh, I'm like, you know, I, I feel like that we should do uh, Alicia and then Sue. And he was like, very quick, like, okay, okay, that sounds good. Uh, I was like, oh boy, that was real good. You know, I, I wasn't as smart <laughs> then as I am now, but I always think back to that. Like, yeah, boy, he really just uh, like blew me off real quick on that one. Like, yeah, yeah. it'll probably work itself out. It'll probably be fine. Uh, at least you didn't make him feel trapped. That would have been bad. No, no, I yeah. didn't try to tell him what we were going to do. I'm like, hey, whatever you want to do, you tell me. Uh, well, I guess I didn't do that quite. Uh, but he didn't, you know, seem that, that interested in no. I figured if I wasn't bothering anybody, I'd be okay. But no. Uh, all right. So uh, Carol is going to go straight to uh, to Suzanne and let her know that, uh, hey, you know, Mingli's trying to flip the vote here. I don't know what she was thinking. She clearly doesn't know that we're friends um, again. This is a room full of people, including yeah. Jamar and uh, and Hira. Um, and uh, I didn't realize Jamar might be a part of this. Uh, clearly, you know, a part of something enough so that Carol feels comfortable, uh, ta- like clearly bashing Mingli, who it seemed Jamar was flirting with earlier. I don't know how close he is with her, um, but he seems to be like nodding along like, yeah, this is a dumb move from Ming Lee. So maybe that's him playing well, or maybe that's him an indication that he's not actually that close to her. Uh, but either way, we'll probably know a lot more when we get to the feeds tonight. Um, so uh, they're they're all like incensed. How how dare she try to flip the vote? What is, what is she thinking? Um, is she she and Sue's like she came to my people. <laughs> to yeah. my people it seems God. like suzanne is doing pretty pretty well like she's got a big group of people that are that are really pulling for her up but she's a hothead uh she's yeah. great tv i love uh, i love suzanne that uh, i feel like she reminds me a little bit of uh like a maybe like a big brother 20 caitlin but like maybe like with a little bit more of like a uh a, like more feisty <laughs> she, she says she's so fake bro she's so fake man <laughs> she's so fake she she wanted to go out there and have it out with her right, right then. And Carol's like, no, 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 no. Stay in here. Stay in here. Stay. Mm-hmm. No, please, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like, I, I swear I say this every season, this concept of like, oh, these people are so 
fake. They're they're pretending to be nice to me, but meanwhile, they're campaigning to get me out of the house. How fake of them. That's literally the game. That's the mm-hmm. entire point of the game. If they weren't doing that, yeah. they'd be idiots. And so <laughs> it was it was really great that she was like, so she came into my room with my people. <laughs> right. like, and Carol's like, no, but no, but no, she but she she that she doesn't know. She just doesn't know. <laughs> no. if, she, if, if she knew that we were working together, she wouldn't have said anything. So now if you go say something, then uh, just like uh, just like uh, but but she disrespect like uh, you disrespect me um, in my room <laughs> the truly the, the Boston Rob of uh, the Big Brother Canada house um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Suzanne feels bad for Nico Nico feels bad for Nico he doesn't want to stay all the way to the live eviction uh, he, he says he'd rather not know what the vote is um, and so he spoiler he, alert he heads heads into the diary room and we get like a montage of like him quietly contemplating uh my understanding of these self eviction conversations is that uh there's not a lot of like quiet contemplating it's usually like don't do this um mm-hmm. so uh, i don't know how accurate this do was you think that the, the big reality. brother producers might have been like eh, you want to self evict nico uh well you know here's the thing. big cast uh, the- maybe we we didn't uh, nail 16 out of 16 yeah and and i I gotta say like i don't mind i don't mind that we skipped a big like 16 person live vote which would have taken like 15 minutes and we knew it was it would have been unanimous or whatever like uh like we skip over that we get more time in the house with the with the players like i i i don't i don't care what the vote would have been i don't think i do yeah Mm -hmm. i don't either yeah Whatever. I think it, it, honestly, we would have just gotten a few people into trouble who might have like like Minley or, or Chris who uh, wanted to maybe throw Nico a pity vote or something like this. But uh, like whatever, just let him go. Again, he doesn't want to be there. Uh, well, once he's made the decision, I feel like like let's just move on. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very okay with the edge of extinction sale uh, in the Big Brother house. Uh, like, I, you don't want to be here anymore. Raise the sale. <laughs> <laughs> Get on out. <laughs> <laughs> you can just uh I'm just, I'm just imagining like arissa like it's the conditions in that house are so bad <laughs> it's truly a test of endurance to see who will not quit yeah um, yeah he lives in toronto anyway you can you can catch the bus home if you leave soon yes uh so there it is nico has decided to self-evict and uh the the aaron aaron brock calls all the house guests into the living room uh and they're like "Uh uh-oh and she lets them know that uh that nico has self-evicted and uh it seems to me that the response was um uh yeah they they saw this coming yeah they saw this coming let, let him know that we support him yeah <laughs> not like in a vote if it, if it came down to it but in in general <laughs> but not a vote let, let him know that no i definitely would have voted for him De- definitely would have happened mm-hmm. uh, you know if only he had stayed was is the thing um i, I love chris like tell him i love him <laughs> tell him i support whatever it was and uh, don't tell him we all do so, yeah yeah everyone <laughs> um, whatever yeah, <laughs> I ranted enough about it. <laughs> All right, so that's that's our episode. That's our first eviction episode. What a weird way to start the season. Unprecedented. No HOH. A self eviction. Has the game even started yet? I don't think it has. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, it has in some ways. Like, obviously, we've got uh, different factions forming. Mm-hmm. I know you. I know that was a rhetorical question. Yeah. Got to, yes. got to, like, I love the fact <laughs> okay. that this happened, and we've got uh, a lot of people who are working hard to build alliances and factions. And let's see what happens. What, All right. What's up, Rob? Tinfoil the hat theory. Okay, yes. tell me, Brent. This is I'm, I'm I'm in your territory here right now. Okay. Nico was the Scaramucci of Big Brother Canada. <laughs> he was a plant. He lives in Toronto. They hired this guy. Come in the house for a couple of days. Look, look, we told the sponsors we have an eviction on night two. Okay. We don't want to do that. Let's just like put this guy up on the block. Uh, he'll just, he's just going to walk out. Okay. It was a twist. He wasn't really ever supposed to be here. He had a conference scheduled uh, yeah. for tomorrow. <laughs> I don't feel like don't worry, Nico. We'll tell everybody to be nice to you when you leave. Nobody it, will be that mad. It could have been. Uh, that he wasn't been a fan because he he like he I think he was first out on the uh, on the strength competition, or at least second out. So he like threw that, and then he threw the mental comp. He was never like. <laughs> I like. I, I feel like that this 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 could work, Rob. This, <laughs> yeah. This, this. And then all the people that they like that they could that you know they, they all make it a second week. But it's like, but we you know we told you know that we told the network we'd have an eviction on the second night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I guess. Uh, like uh, well, again, I, I, I'm really excited that I never have to say Nico again. There's no, he's <laughs> like. Uh, I'm also really excited that uh, there's no Nico. Like, you know, Big Brother uh, uh, can't come back where they're going to have the preachers come back. Like mm-hmm. maybe they'll do something later on, but right now they're not doing anything. They just let him leave. Yeah, yeah. girl, bye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we have it. Uh, that is our first eviction episode of the season. Uh, I can't wait for the Taron show with Nico, so we can get the whole story. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, we do have some spoilers. The feeds have turned on um, and uh, we know the winner of the HOH and uh, just like some tiny tidbits here and there as well. Um, so if you are going to leave us before we get into spoilers, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you tune in tomorrow morning at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern if you want uh, the spoilers tomorrow morning. Uh, <laughs> it's a live feed update. And uh, then, of course, Sunday. Sunday night, we'll be recapping Sunday's episode of Big Brother Canada 8. And Tuesday night is our roundtable where we talk about the feeds, the whole week of feeds, and we rate the players. It's very fun. Check it out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. Brent is at One Lucky Gay. Rob is at Rob Sestronino. So without any further ado, let's do the spoilers. The Office of Civil Defense has issued the following message. This is a spoiler warning. A spoiler warning means that an actual spoiler against this country has been detected and that protective action should be taken. Spoilers. I haven't heard that in so long. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while. Um, All right. So we have a new HOH and that HOH is our resident brain transformation specialist <laughs> uh, he he controlled that basketball with his brain and he is the new HOH our, our first HOH oh Chris is our first HOH this is so great like Big Brother Canada I love you oh my god like I thought there was a possibility that Jamar or Mean Lee could have been the first HOH because they were tied as we went to break and the end of the episode but Chris is the new HOH, and this is so freaking great. I mean, to get rid of a guy who none of us wanted in our draft, who none of us were really feeling, 
And then he leaves. He just walks out. We don't even have to deal with a 10 minute, like 14 to zero votes. And then Chris, the brain transformation specialist is the new HOH. The guy who like is making it his mission to give us good TV. Like Mm -hmm. Karen, we, we are, it's an embarrassment of riches. Yes. I'm very curious to see where this leads. Now, obviously we don't know the exact dynamics in the house, but based on what Nico was saying, it seemed like Chris was potentially his only ally. That yeah. Chris was the one vote that Nico could rely on, um, and, which led me to believe that Chris is perhaps on the outs uh, in, in the house. And if he won the HOH, what does that mean? I don't know. He could shake up a dynamic that we don't even know about yet, Rob. And Chris is in uh, neither of the alliances that we've talked about, neither the misfits or the evictors. He's not Correct. in either one. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's a special, it's a special strategy. Only brain transformation (laughs) specialists would understand it. Um, But this is really cool. Like I don't remember a time in big brother recently where somebody got power early on like this, uh, which is essentially the first HOH of the season and wasn't, didn't have anything. Like they're complete and utter wild card. Well, based on what we had seen in the episodes, now there has been some indication on the feeds based on what little I've been able to pick up uh, here and there as the podcast has been going, that uh, he is in some kind of broy alliance uh, with, I believe, Sheldon and Kyle um, and uh, poten- potentially some more people involved in that. But I, I believe Sheldon and Kyle are the so two. So the three biggest guys are working together? It, it seems... <laughs> It seems like that might might be hmm. the case. And I, I believe they were also talking about like, hey, hey, remember what those guys did last season? Let's try to do something like that. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, obviously, who knows how real this is? This could be a, a fake alliance for Chris's sake. Um, and now that he's HOH, they're going to uh, play it up here and uh, try to direct his uh, his target. Um, there's a lot to learn about the dynamics of this house. The th- the only thing we really know is that uh is that Chris is the HOH and he's probably not going to be targeting Sheldon or Kyle. Um but uh I don't think we've seen any indication about where he might actually place that target here up. Okay. Uh, Rob, uh, we'll see. I yeah. I, I, well, I just want to uh, pick your brain. Uh so I like we know that Nico left on the first uh quit of the season, so they're down one guy already. Given that Chris is HOH and there's a couple of big dudes around him. I'm thinking they don't want to be down two guys in the Big Brother house. So I think it's probably likely that a woman is going to leave, at least on this first eviction, the first actual vote of the summer, uh, unless uh, these guys are totally comfortable being down two to zero in the gender war. Not that there is a war, but, you know, I, if, if, you, if you start seeing the train go a certain way, I don't think you want to help the train along. So what do you yeah, think? Yeah, but it's only one vote. Uh, that uh, I think it's too early for that. There's still, you know, uh, 15 people in the house. Uh, I, I think that maybe like if I, if you start to get like to a trend, but I think that it's going to be more of, a, of a, you know, who are the people I, I don't trust? And then, you know, it's, it's so early on. We haven't had a real, uh, you know, uh, HOH yet where we could see somebody like uh, Minley uh, going up on the, the block just because she's not getting along with people. Like uh, the the types of things that we see from uh, a typical first HOH might uh, end up coming to pass in the second week. Yeah, uh, I mean, we talk about this on Survivor all the time that uh, that like until a vote happens, you don't really know that your alliances are solid. And we haven't seen a vote happen yet in in the, yeah. in this season. So uh, any alliances, I think, are still probably pretty fluid at this point. Um 
I think that uh, what I've seen a little bit of uh, some talk about Jamar and Ming Lee as a potential couple um, that the, that they've maybe kissed, um, but she's kind of like, no, that's not a thing. But maybe it's been maybe a little bit of a thing. Um, she's bored. She's flirting with him. Like she said it in the episode. I'm bored and I, I need to do something. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, what do you think? I feel like that uh, you have a good read on these things. Uh, does she hate his guts or is she in love with him? Uh, I think that if she wasn't like under the cameras of Big Brother Canada, that she would probably date this guy in real life. But the fact that he's a little bit of a child, man-child, obviously, yeah. I, I think she doesn't want to be seen as not cool to her peeps at home. Yeah. So she's a little worried about... like. You know, hooking up with him, but it left to her own devices at her own place. Yeah. I think, I think she would definitely date Jamar. Like last season, where there was a uh, in Survivor, there was a moment where uh, Nora was talking about the difference between uh, Jamal and Dean. He's like, I hate, well, I hate Jamal, but I don't care about Dean. Uh, that, that's really uh, like that, that's uh, it's better that I hate you than I don't care about. You. Now, ironically, uh, that she did have feelings uh, with Dean uh, by the end of the season, but I think that you know, if somebody hates you. They're closer to loving you than the person who doesn't care about you in the first place. Um, I'm Remember seeing, that tonight, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing some indication that uh, that Angie may be a little bit on the outs. Um, that uh, some people find her a little bit annoying, perhaps, and that uh, I've seen a couple of different, I think, conversations talking about how she's not somebody that they particularly enjoy. Uh, and Ming Lee is is another one of those names that is being thrown out as not particularly enjoyed yeah, in the house. Ming Lee, she cannot end up on the block. She needs to not be on the block and oh, to, like i i was annoyed by angie uh in her uh, preseason videos so i understand where the cast is coming from if they are uh, indeed annoyed by her but i'm thinking if min lee is on the block min lee is going to go home like she needs yeah, to avoid the, the block but what a cost. week of the feeds brent yeah i know i don't want to give that up think of the so live soon. feed update for once <laughs> i want no one more rob i want more <laughs> I I put her got... on the block and she can win the veto okay that, i'd be okay with that yeah. I don't know how many faith that she could win the video, though. <laughs> hey, she won the first competition. That's true. That's true. That is very true. Thank you. All right. Uh, so, uh, I, like I said, we just uh, some small snippets. They might not even be particularly accurate, um, but uh, I don't think there's much more that uh, much more information we have here, Rob. I was amazed, Taryn, that we had not one but two competitions so far this season, and we had zero sponsors in the competition. What is going on, Taryn? Oh man! Well, they had the sponsored room. Um, that, uh, but yeah, I believe no I believe, sponsored competitions yet. What's I, is everything okay over at Big Brother Canada? I'm really looking forward to the craft macaroni and cheese competition. <laughs> That's your favorite. Exactly. I'm a, I'm a huge mac and cheese person. So uh, if we get a mac and cheese competition, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember uh, Johnny our, Mac and cheese. Our <laughs> conversation with Arissa Cox at the beginning of the season. Yes. Where Taryn, you asked her about the veto rules. Remember last year, the HOH didn't compete in the veto. And you, you asked if that was going to be something moving forward. And her answer to that was, I can't we'll say. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So the chat is telling me that the veto rules are still unconfirmed at this point. But I know that even though we don't know what's exactly going on right now, we will know tomorrow, Taryn, when you do your first update of the season, correct? 
Yes, tomorrow morning I will be with Puya. We're going to be talking Puya about uh, yeah the uh, what what we saw here on the feeds. There's probably going to be a lot to uh, to update you guys on and let you know about. Uh, I'm I'm reading right now that Kyle just named all four evictors um as uh people <laughs> potentially working together so uh-huh. um it's, uh, not, not a great indication there not good bob <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is gonna look, there's a lot of stuff trickling through right now. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Make sure you tune in tomorrow morning, uh, for us to discuss it all. And, uh, as I mentioned before, every, every morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, as well as Sunday nights after the episode at around 9 15 p.m. Eastern, and then Tuesday nights at around 9 30 Eastern, I believe, uh, for the round table. And, uh, we're gonna have some fun. It's gonna be a fun season, Rob. Yeah, I'm excited. Fun group. Uh, it's fun to have Big Brother Canada back. You know, if I can ever, you know, a Thursday is a tricky day for me because I do the Survivor podcast normally, but I do like to uh, come on and uh, talk about what's going on. And it gives me incentive to make sure I'm keeping up with the show. So uh, I, I like to do it. Yes, uh, Rob. Rob's going to pop his head in every once in a while. Hey, hey how's it going, Big Brother Canada? <laughs> and by the uh, way, anybody you, else quit? Anybody quit? Somebody? Anybody out yet? If you are somebody who is uh, trying to watch the feeds for Big Brother Canada and you're having little problems, you can just go to the top of my Twitter feed at one lucky gay one spelled out O N E. I pinned it to the top of my Twitter. There's an entire thread on thread. ways for you to potentially watch the episodes and the feeds of Big Brother Canada. By the way, Taryn, I get so many people who contact me, even like especially when I was down doing the interviews on Sequester and the people who come in my DMs on Twitter were like, I just love Taryn. I like I listen to his updates all the time when I'm going to work and like, you know, I'm on my way in the subway. Like, I'm listening to Taryn. And when he's not there, I don't know what to do. So the fact that you're back, like a lot of people are happy. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy Good. to be back. <laughs> uh, it should be a fun season. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taryn. Of course, uh, you, you, you follow, follow Rob Sesternino, uh, on Twitter. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, check out the survivor coverage as well. That, uh, I just talked to Andy Heron, uh, earlier today about the most recent episode of Winners at War. What a, a, a landmark season for the show. Um, we're doing the, the legacy watch track, tracking the legacy of the winners as the episodes progress. Um, and Rob has so much great, great coverage here. Yeah, well, I really am enjoying the uh, Tyrant Survivor update. I uh, can't wait to hear what Andy uh, has to say. I really love the one with uh, Kevin Martin from last week. Uh, I had a great chat with T-Bird Cooper. Uh, we have, uh, I, I think, uh, a, a, lot, a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's, uh, it is uh, a podcast I think that people will enjoy with T-Bird Cooper. And over the weekend, I'm going to get into the feedback show. Uh, with Jason Linden and then Taryn on this week in Survivor, Shuby from the Circle Ooh. is going to join Ooh. us. So we're very excited to get uh, Shuby's take on the Survivor social media and more. Are you going to uh, uh, is, is uh, are you going to catfish him? With is Jordan going to like uh, have some sort of like profile picture as a as a girl? Um, and then we're going to be like, hey, hey, Shuby, uh, I'd like to have you as a brother. <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna show him a picture of uh jordan kalish that's gonna be uh kyle from big brother canada <laughs> this is the guy you're talking to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that'd be perfect 
Um, all right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight. Um, you can uh, find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. I'll probably uh, head over there as we uh, watch some of the first night of feeds and, and sort of catch up and get a get a grip on what's happening here in the house. Um, so head over there if you want to hang out there. But thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I will see you next time. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.